Support for today's episode comes from Dean Products. We've all been hearing about the rose and how it's your boo, but I'm telling you, Dean has something better. The air creates thrilling pulses of air and a soft seal around your clitoris, so you can go all the way right away. You can also use it on your nipples, on your neck. It's so many good uses. The opening is bigger and the material is a bit more squishier. You're going to love it. And as a Boonie Breakdown listener, you can receive 10% off your purchase by using the code Boonie10. That's Boonie, all cap letters, one zero. Details on how to purchase can be found in the show notes and on the booniebreakdown.com. Hey y'all, it's your girl Boonie, and you're listening to the Boonie Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. Welcome, welcome, welcome to season 11 of the Boonie Breakdown Podcast. We're here, we're back for all brand new episodes every Monday for the next few weeks while we're in season. Of course, you know what we do here. We kick off new seasons with our problematic fave, Brian. (laughs) So he's back. Um, I think this is his 28th appearance or something like that on the Boonie Breakdown podcast. You guys love him for his, I'm going to say guidance and air quotes, (laughs) if we could call it that. But we talk about um, men peaking later in life than women. We do a small Valentine's Day recap. He also talks to us about managing expectations, setting expectations too. And he has a message to the women out here. Don't become old as fuck. If you want to know what that means, stick around for that conversation with our fave. All right. We're going to get right to pick of the week. Pick of the week. This is a TV show I had no intention of watching. I am kind of over the reboots, everyone remaking classics. So when I saw the promo for Bel Air, I wasn't interested in watching it. I did not want to see the Fresh Prince of Bel Air again. I didn't want to see it as a drama. Um, But I'm going to shut the fuck up because I watched all four episodes after seeing commentary on the interwebs saying that it was good after my mama called me up and said you gotta watch it it's really good so if you have peacock try to get somebody's login that's what I use I didn't pay for it but I use someone's login I watched the first four episodes really well done I liked how they updated and modernized some of the characters in particular Hillary um I also liked that they didn't make her a little ditzy rich girl um so I appreciated that I also liked how they updated Jeffrey. He's more of a like Ray Donovan fixer, but not the like butler babysitter like he was in the original. I also like um, the nods that they did to um, the original, you know, how they built into the story about Will wearing his school blazer inside out. Um, I think it was even in one scene when he gets to Bel Air, um, Aunt Viv says something and he was like, I got in one little fight and my mom got scared. So it's like these little Easter eggs and nods to the original series. Love it. Uncle Phil, fine as fuck. <laughs> Jeffrey, fine as fuck. <laughs> It's weird because those characters in the original, mm -mm, mm -mm. I don't know if I can really look at this 
Uncle Phil is a father figure. So the original Uncle Phil still has that. But these two, they fine as fuck. Yeah. So if you had no intention of watching the show, like I had no intention of watching the show, go ahead and check it out. It is Boonie approved. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. Not now. All right, housekeeping. If this is your first time listening to this episode, this is a little segment where I just give some little, it's the housekeeping shit. Shit I need you to do, little ass that I want you to do, things I need to highlight before we get into the episode. So first up, I want to thank uh, Gossip and Gasms, the sex blog out there. They named this podcast, yes, they named The Boonie Breakdown, one of the top 10 black podcasts about sex, erotica, kinks, and education that you should be listening to in 2022. So shout out to our fave Sex with Ashley for including us on this amazing list with some amazing podcasts like Cocktails, Horrible Decisions, Good Mom, Bad Choices, Angela Yee's Lip Service. So it was great to be in the company of those great people. If you have not checked out Gossips and Gasms, you can head on over there for all of your sex news, weird news, kinky news. She does a lot over there. It's really, really a great site if you're into, it's like the sex shade room. (laughs) So just head on over to gossipsandgasms.com. Also, you know, Patreon gang is where it's at. The group chat be popping. So if you would like to join and support the Mooney Breakdown, you could do so for as low as $3 a month. Um, head on over to thebooniebreakdown.com. You can also sign up for a yearly annual subscription. You just pay it one time. When you sign up for the annual subscription, you get two months free. If you are already a subscriber, it can convert you into it. Even if you decide to cancel, you can be refunded whatever portion that you have not been used. But for those who sign up and join our Patreon Ratcheteer gang, um, thank you so much. We have a good time. We have monthly events if you at that level. And they have all types of perks. So go over to patreon.com backslash the boonie breakdown to see what's happening over there. Also, I love it. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the boonie breakdown. You can follow us over on Twitter at boonie breakdown. You can share this episode with those you love. You could put it in your group chat. You can share it to your Insta story. You can see what I post on my Instagram page. You can share that to your Insta story. You can tag us. You can tell people where to follow. (laughs) You can send this episode to your hating ass boyfriend, your whack ass girlfriend. And you could just listen to this. This is what I was trying to say to you. But whoever you send it to and whoever you share it to and wherever you share it, we appreciate it so much. It helps us grow. It helps us get new listeners and new eyes over here in our community. All right. And when you share it, you can go ahead and tag us. You can use the hashtag, the Booney Breakdown. You can also use the hashtag pod in P-O-D-I-N. Guys, I'm really excited to get into this season more of I always try to say more responsible but I can always guarantee the ratchet so I hope that you stick around Mondays 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 are all the new episodes here at the Booney Breakdown in season 11 so that is it for me so let's get ready to break it down Of course, we have to click off season 11 with our problematic babe. Hey, 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 what's going on? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Can't complain. 
<laughs> I can complain, but I'm not. Nope, I'm not complaining. It's Wednesday. A lot of wins going on. So I feel good. I feel great. A lot of good stuff going on. That's good. Always nice to have good things going on. I um I can't, I really can't complain. I really just have one thing that's just like bothering me, but it's a true first world problem. So I'll take first world problems over okay. problems. I was just sitting here thinking like how my hump Wednesdays went from being a hump day to Wednesday, like my outlook on it. Like, oh, it's a Wednesday, like when, W-I-N. And then thinking like how just like maybe just like a year and a half ago, I had consecutive Wednesdays of hump day, ignorant ass material. And now it's like <laughs> a whole different like level of like not even no. trying to go there. You definitely are the problematic fave. I don't know how many people follow you actually on Facebook. That's first of all, I think you just need to move away from Facebook to do a lot of your content. That is the problem. You're like, I literally do two swipes on Facebook and then I'm out of there. So if you're some most likely, usually is always at the top when I go in. So I will see it. But you I don't do, do I don't do I don't do stuff on Facebook. Your little statuses. Like you, I mean, they, I, they, they so are like really you get like hundreds of likes, hundreds of comments on these things. You get people riled really, up, but they're really rare. They're like something just popped in my head. That's when I know something's wrong with me. Like something just pops in my head, and I'd be like, I'm about to post this, but it's not like a regular thing. Like it's more like once every two weeks, or it might be like three things in one week, and that's it. Okay, I guess we'll allow it. I guess well. Did you have a good Valentine's Day? Because we normally do our Valentine's Day special with the way the seasons lined up this time. It didn't work. So did you have a good Valentine's Day? I did. I took my daughters to dinner. Um, We went to a little Thai restaurant and we hung out. And uh, that was it. After that, went and smoked my cigar. What What were you looking for? I thought it was something a little bit more than that, but you know, we'll take the cutesy Brian's day dinner with was, his daughters. Was, Monday was Monday was Valentine's Day. <laughs> that, that's what you asked. How was my Valentine's Day? Monday was a great day. Yeah, my, I was chill. I did not do anything. I'm not in a relationship, but I think we had chatted over the weekend. I had told you that. At least the person I was fucking, I had an expectation that I should get flowers. The flower, the, the man rang the doorbell at 10 a.m. My flowers were here. Okay. Um, can we speak so, on that? Sure, let's we can speak on it. So for the ladies that's out there who didn't get anything or who <laughs> um felt some type of way about, oh, you know, I'm not in a relationship, what are my expectations? Let's talk about expectations in that situation. So like you said, you, you care to share why you felt like you should get something? Sure. There may have been a few times where the dick slipped in me raw. So, because... Right. right. So, I mean, no, I really wanted to say that, that because... That qualifier I, was my expectation. Right. So, let's let's just put that out there. Like, ladies, if you are getting dick down raw, are you asking yourself or are you feeling some type of way when you don't get anything, but, um, you know, not on your belly or on, on, on the back of your ass, you should be asking yourself, like, am I enough? 
Like at that point when you don't get anything, you should be like, am I enough? And look in the mirror and say, I am enough. And I'm not taking this shit anymore. Like, you know, stand up. Affirmations, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, affirmations. But no, really, I think even as a man. There's some level of expectation setting when you do certain things with people. So like I said, I had no expectations of this romantic dinner, a romantic evening, because that's not where we are. That's not our engagement. Mm-hmm. But you do come, you do come up in this. So not coming in me, but you come up, you slide up in. Come up in so, this, literally. <laughs> so I thought the expectation. Come up in this dancery. <laughs> yeah, like, I thought that was a basic expectation. Now he did go a little over. I got another delivery the next day. Oh, oh my god. So that was a little like that was not expected. So but yeah, my Valentine's Day chat. Right, but I'm just saying I think we're trying to help the listeners out like who might be dealing with the idea of not knowing why they didn't get anything. I think it's all about expectations and reading the room. So if you read the room and you know the expectations, it's like as a man, I'm gonna give you my side of it. Like if I'm fucking a chick or multiple chicks. I'm going to at least dr- deliver flowers or at least, you know, drop something off other than dick on that day and be like, hey, I thought of you. Mm-hmm. Not overboard. It might just be some Trader Joe's 399 joints. They didn't have any of them in there by that point. The they were like, they, they, were, they were really out. All they had was 999s or 1499s, which I was disappointed much. <laughs> I mean, they were for my daughter, so it was like I just bought them one big bouquet. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, "Come on now, I'm about to." We ain't even have a vase in the house. We did not have a, a vase in the house, <laughs> a vase or whatever you want to call it. But we just, I tried to put them in my hookah thing, and they got stuck. So they in the hookah uh, thing right now. But the point that I'm making is, ladies, know your worth. So if some dudes fucking you raw. Just fucking you pray. Let's just say if he's fucking you. And you know what? It might not be a relationship. It might not be a title. Know your worth. Like, it should be have been something exchanged. And you might not want to say anything because you don't want to mess up the dick appointment. But you better. But the whole I point said, is... I said what... I didn't say it, like, the day before Valentine's Day or something. But yeah. I, we did have a conversation about... What you expect. Yeah. Expectations, expectations should be discussed. So if you're ever going to have anything more with that person, you should be able to communicate on a level. And if you trust them to put their dick in you, and I know sometimes it slips and raw, why why shouldn't you be able to communicate with that person? And I think um, that's where you say, hey, you know, how do you feel about Valentine's Day? And feel like, get the fuck out of here. I don't celebrate that shit. You know, you should be able to say, well, I, I expect the fucking flower. I expect something to come across my door because when you call, I pick up and I open up these legs in that door and he should be like, all right, cool. Because I mean, even as a man, we'd be like, I yeah. Do. I, I, got, I feel like I that across the board. Any person, for the most part, if you have a, con- a continuous fucking relationship, <laughs> yeah. then I feel like you should feel comfortable enough asking them for something. And this is just, even if you needed can let me slide me $40 real quick. Like, I think you sh- it should be at least that level of comfort with somebody. It's, or at least I'll say that from myself. I um, think so. I mean, I feel like as a grown adult, if you're sleeping with somebody, there's a level of trust there already. I mean, that's just like, 
you sleeping like that's this my whole rule that's that's been my rule forever when you said the 40 dollars, i just left let's valentine's day over let's just focus on something this you shouldn't be fucking a man who will sit there and watch you struggle or won't even like bother to help you out now it's different when you're in your 20s and you like $40, $40, $40, like you cash app texting me to death. But a man who understands like, okay, you got your shit together, whatever, you got kids. And if you always on, if you on the phone and you're not always asking for anything and you like, look, shit just got tough. Like I got to get my son some tennis for school or I need to do this. And like, everything is just going on. He just like, damn, that's crazy. All right. I'm gonna head out. Like you, you gotta, you gotta think about what you're doing. So like so, if I fuck sure. with you like that, yeah. If I fuck with you like that, like I'm gonna look out for you. Like, and it's not on no tender swindler shit. Like this is legit somebody you have established relationship with. Like, and that's what we talking about. Like somebody who's yes. like a common. Because I can't hear somebody out here like no, 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 no. Yeah, because I think women think when they ask, like they're gonna be looked at as a bum or or like broke. And I ain't no broke bitch. I'm not asking no nigga for forty dollars or a nigga saying like, oh this bitch asked me for some money. Like, no, this is somebody you sleeping with regularly. Let's quantify and say three months or more. Like you, you've, you've had sex with this person longer than three months. They like real super comfortable. Like, you know, at this point they coming over, staying a night, getting naked in your bed, you know, all that type of shit. Like you can't turn to him and be like, I need $50. I mean, you can even throw in the $50 to next week. Hopefully he can be like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like hopefully oh, okay bitches you don't have to pay me back hopefully, like, like just keep that <laughs> you know what i mean i do think it's it's a level it's not a larger conversation there for some women in that they don't okay in the larger scope of the dating scene right like you're trying you feel like you're competing against the stable as you've said in the past and so it's like you don't want to do anything that would give the nigga an opportunity to take you out of his rotation. And so I do feel like some women, instead of asking or asking for what they want and setting expectations, they don't say nothing. Their feelings get hurt. And now they sitting there, mad. Yeah. And that's where the expectations come in. I mean, I'm assuming that somebody's this relationship that I'm describing is mostly sex. It's not yeah. even dating. Like it's not even dating. So I don't even think you're competing with the stable at this point. You're just getting fucked. And he likes having sex with you. You like having sex with him. Y'all might have a good conversation and that's it. But from the standpoint that we are sleeping together and sometimes we sleep together raw because it happens. Let's just be real people. We we, we want to be responsible. <laughs> we want to be responsible. We want to be ratchet. But listen, after a couple boxes of condoms, you fucking raw. That's just what happens. <laughs> so the point being is... Attacked. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, there's a point where like there's a trust level there. Because if I'm fucking you raw, I'm assuming you're not fucking nobody else raw. Not necessarily me, but you are not fucking anybody else raw. And my other partners aren't fucking anybody else raw. And we have an agreement that we're all going to be healthy. We're going to be responsible. And we're going to all... Let me get just out. be the, like, responsible person here. Like, wrap it up, people. <laughs> <laughs> that's not... Look, I, look, I'm not saying me. I'm just here to give you how men I'm not think. Saying me either. I'm not saying me, but I'm just here to give you how men think. So men are thinking like, okay, well, she's being responsible. She's being responsible and she's being responsible. None of, 
oh, none of my chicks fucking with no other niggas. That's how that's how we think. So it's just like and it's so terrible because I think we may have talked about this once before, not this exact. Yeah, we, I mean, we've, like, talked, we've talked about it before. I yeah, think like, but men do do that as the barometer of their sexual health, and it is not always appropriate because y'all be the ones, the carriers. Mm-hmm. But women see, are so more delicate down there. You are, and that's what usually what we understand. So it's like you know, like you're good, you know, federal health care and you know, federal health care plan, federal workers with their good plans, as soon as they get an itch or scratch, they run into the doctor. So all of a sudden, like, you know, text message from Booney, I'm getting my pap today, nigga, nothing better not be wrong. Oh shit. Let me just hang around for a little bit and see what's going on. Booney says everything's okay. Guess what? Everybody, we're good. That's just how we think. That's just how we think. So it's like, I mean, I, I look, I'm it's just, so absurd that it's funny, but go ahead. Yeah, but I mean, that's just how people think. And unfortunately, <laughs> that's that's what's out here. So if you plan to be out here and you're giving your pussy up, like, and you're not in a relationship, and not, like I said, you're just fucking. Like, ain't no dating. We ain't planning on doing nothing. Just keep it real. Set the expectation. You can even have that conversation. I think it's a worthless conversation because when you ask me, Am I the only person that you're sleeping with? It might be this week. Yeah, but we're not in a relationship. So next week, if I meet somebody new, I'm not supposed to stop and be like, hey, I added a new partner. The point is, if we are just fucking, I don't owe you no explanation. And you also really not even supposed to be asking me. That that is a discrepancy because not for me, but I was having this conversation with somebody else and they were saying how... Um, they asked him, right? Like, are you sleeping with somebody else? And he said, no. And I said, okay, it's probably true at the time that you asked. That's, that. That's my point. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I, yeah. I do, I do feel like those nuances, like, I think this is why I appreciate having you on the podcast and why so many women hate, love, hate you and why you're the problematic fave is because it's shit like that. Like, Women know that, like, you know better than to ask a man that you're not in a committed relationship with, is he fucking somebody else? Because, right. I, I mean, that's just, that's the whole, yes. Yeah. And I would like for him to assume, for me, the answer is yes. <laughs> right. I think you have that, like, so we both have that right to do what we want to do. Yeah. We both might not want to entertain that conversation, but we have to assume. And what happens when people assume? We're making an ass out of each other. So the whole point is, I have to think in the back of my mind, like, yes, she could be fucking another nigga. My thing is, I've said on the podcast before, if I think you're fucking another nigga, that's where I exit stage left. And women got mad at me and was like, how dare you? You fucking other people. I don't want my women fucking other niggas. Why, though? I'm just curious (laughs) your thought. Because if I'm hitting you raw, I don't need you adding another person who probably so fucking. So if you're fucking them with a condom, they can fuck somebody else. I mean, if you listen, I'm not even. But my homeboy said the other day, if I fucked you with a condom, on the shit ain't even never happened. <laughs> like, 
So condom bodies don't count. <laughs> they count. I mean, some people really like use condoms all the time. And I mean, I'm not against them, but that's why I would rather be in a relationship. I just think at this point in my life, like, I just don't, if I, if I can't fuck you raw, I don't trust you. <laughs> like, that's just the bottom line. Like, I really don't trust you. If I put a condom on with you and you out there, like, yeah, bitch, I don't fucking trust you at all. Some so, girl listening to this right now, like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but, with me. <laughs> right. <laughs> to condom or not to condom. And I think at this point, if you think to condom, not that you're just going to go raw right on the break, right? Let's just clear this up. Like, it usually starts maybe with some condom sex, but I'm just saying. If so you're thinking it, it, you ain't never, ever just first out the bat. So in that in that situation, you at least hold the condom in your hand to see what she wants to say. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to like just go straight raw. You want to go balls to the wall. Okay. Like I and, it, and so to the ladies out there, we are looking for your approval in this situation. Don't be like, oh, you just fucked me raw. We're you're a part of it. So at the end of the day, like if I'm sitting there and I got it in my hand and you got it in your hand. And I got holes in the condom and I'm like going for the tear. But at the same time, I'm still putting it in and you don't stop me. Like, that's on you. Like, and in the back of my mind, on the ride home, I'm really fucking nervous because I'm like, this bitch ain't even stopped me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. If he, all right, we talking that we real. We feel better. We feel better if y'all be like, you're not going to put it on? Like, put it on my, put it, oh my God. And then it's like. <laughs> I want to. You, be, sometimes I don't know what takes over you. I'll, I I will disclose one. I know what takes over you. That dick. So for me, I was gonna say <laughs> I think it is a direct correlation to whether you'll let a nigga raw immediately. For either one, how big the dick is, <laughs> and two, how fine he is. <laughs> Nobody will admit this, but I'm gonna say it. I was in a moment where I was like, and I'm up until that point, I was the always condom girl. And I'll never forget it. This nigga, I was like, yo, he had sent me a dick pic before. I was like, that shit was the angle. We get in that motherfucking bed. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Cause I ain't want to come off like a floozy. I'm like, you got a condom? He was like, yeah, they, it's over there. And I was like, oh, okay. I ain't say go get it. I just asked that you <laughs> Right, but that's the part That's the part where I'm saying, like, we feel a little better. Like, he felt better about just sliding in your raw. It wasn't like, you just like, all right, raw me, and then he rawed you, and it was like, all right, cool. And nobody talked about it, because it's awkward as fuck afterwards, like, so, you know, like, <laughs> you know, oh, I will forget your, it is because you just get caught up. And so I know for me, when I look at the recollection, it's, it's usually a big dick has enticed me enough to take the risk, take the gamble and roll the dice. Cause fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Like we was talking about, um, we was talking about that one day, and my buddy was like, "Yeah, cause like we was talking about having a vasectomy, right, and being like not able to have children." 
And so my homeboy was like, you're just fucking busting them. And they like, oh, my God. You're like, oh, yeah, I got vasectomy. They're like, oh, phew. Like at first they like, oh, ain't no nada, no. Nah. At first they like such anxiety, no. No, at first they like, what are you doing? Like you just came all in me, like yeah, I just came in. Like you let them sweat for a little bit, then you come back and be like, girl, I'm fixed. It's cool. Oh, okay. Ooh, ooh, thanks. But yeah, here at the Boonie Breakdown, we do encourage safe sex. <laughs> Look, I mean. We keeping it all the way 100. I think we got to be real. This shit happens. Yeah, because there's a lot of people who try and lie and be like, no, I use the condom every time. I don't. Look, at the end of the day, we all fall victim. We all get weak. Knock on wood. You know, we all want to be safe, responsible, (laughs) all of that. Like, I don't think for me, it's like how you said, like, oh, it's the size of the dick, whatever, that make you fucking bitch raw. A woman raw. Um, It's more. Come on, therapy. I'm trying to do better. Um, so I think with um, a man, we we got stupid shit that we look at, right? So we'd be like, yo, she got a good job. She got her own crib. Like, I know this bitch go to doctors. <laughs> like, why you ain't fuck shorty raw? Like, man, she's still living home with her mother or, you know. <laughs> I couldn't hit her raw because she got a husband. Like, you know what I mean? It'd be shit like that. <laughs> Yo, that shit is so flagrant. <laughs> like, you yeah, know, she, it's, it's more like, ooh. Yeah, I want to see how that feels. <laughs> yeah, I think as men, we thinking more like, all right, the way she feel about my dick size is going to determine if she give me this head when I pull it out. Like, when and doubt pull it out, that's like usually what happens. Like you pull your dick out nine times out of 10, she's going to start grabbing it. And next thing you know, you just like slowly start like pushing her back. I head down, like giving her a little push. Head push. I, I feel like that is the one thing that men do that re- still to this day pisses me. Like it's not, I think, it's, it, I think it irks every woman off, but yeah, like, it's just like, why the fuck do they do that? It's like and one it's of those things where y'all be like hesitating, and it's like we be like, like you try to let the beat build, right? Because niggas be trying to fast forward. But we sit there like, I mean, you sitting there like this, like <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to kiss and work my way down, kiss your thigh. You be like, but and, and I don't think y'all realize how heavy handed y'all be though. Like you palm in my head like it's a fucking basketball, my nigga. Like this shit hurts. It's just a little slight little tilt, like. Ugh. <laughs> uh, like uh, it's not meant to be a palm. It's supposed oh my to be like, God, really do be like it's a little nut. It's real forceful. I'm sorry, it's just a little nut. Real forceful. It's like they teach y'all niggas this when y'all turn 16. Like I don't know, but every nigga cannot control himself and will push your head down. Like I'm, on behalf I'm, of it. on behalf of all the men out here, I would like to apologize for any time you've been head nudged or pushed down. I mean, but yeah. <laughs> In that first moment when you like hit them with the shock and awe, you waiting to see like what they think and you like pull it out and you like. So you're just going to look at it. <laughs> Dude, sometimes you really have to marvel at the dick. Sometimes dicks are really pretty. They're beautiful. If they're thick, they're big, they're girthy. It got the snicker bar vein on the top. Sometimes there's some pretty dicks out here. And sometimes you just, you just want to look at it. I would not be eating a snicker bar anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I'm gonna think about, like, but 
look right at that first vein and be like, come on, Boomy. <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about. It's that big, thick little one down the middle of the sticker bar. If that's on the top of a dick, I got to look at it first because I'm be like, I'm going to trace my tongue. Like I'm following the vein. So sometimes you do have to marble. I feel like if the shock and art gets you the marble look and she's, she's literally stunned, she's speechless. Give her a second. She's going to touch it. Mm, mm, mm. I just thought of something right at that moment. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, somebody probably like I think you're a hoe. So I'm sitting here thinking like this. Is, I was like, this podcast, not this episode, but I was thinking about how we want to do a podcast like a spinoff. And I was like, it should probably be hotels, but it's just the fact that it's not really fair because that was like the name of the album, but. You know what I mean? I just thought in the middle of it when you were saying that, I was just like, she's such a hoe. <laughs> I was just like my first thought. Like, I'm about to trace the thing with my tongue and I'm just in there like, she's such a hoe. Like, I hope my mother... <laughs> I pray to God my mother don't listen to this podcast or stumble on it one day. Because she be on social media. Like, she be popping up like... It's so funny because, I don't know, my mom listens. My mom's been to the live shows. She never really regurgitates anything to me. Um, yeah, she doesn't really regurgitate, but every now and then she'll say something. And I'll be like, oh, she definitely, she listened to this week's episode. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, you know, mama be listening. I wonder what mama think of me. I think mama, I, I could think I could have sex with your mother if I wanted to. Oh my God, people. Hope your brother. <laughs> what do I say after that? I don't know. I hope your brother's not listening. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, what do I say to that? You think you can fuck my Oh, my God. You're a terrible friend who says that to their friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, just gotta, you just kind of let the cat out the bag because we were going to try to get y'all help. So we are going to do like a little spin-off situation, more details to come. But what Brian just said, we are trying to finalize a name so if you have a suggestion you can go ahead and dm shoot an email whatever but if you could name a strictly boonie and brian spinoff podcast what would you call it let us what know would, yeah what would you call it let us know come up with something you know witty original i mean it's hard to do but um Looking for like a YouTube type of show format, maybe, you know, us in the same studio, um, you know, different, a different flow, but it will be, it, it'll be good. I know people have been asking for it. Um, yeah. on both ends, um, and I'm going to get him to commit now that he will still do episodes on this podcast, but we're going to do. <laughs> I, I'm here. I'm always been here. People are always asking me to do my own podcast. I thought about it, but I was like, I got too much shit going on. Uh, they'll be like all unedited, just straight sitting in my <laughs> sitting in my inbox, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, this week's podcast will be out next week," and then it'd be the next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I need help. I cannot do it by myself, so I can only be a guest because I don't have, I can't do any work. It's a lot, so yeah, um, so yeah, be tuned. Let us know your names, and we can't wait to see what you come up with because we have some ideas. But I feel like sometimes outside i feel like some of y'all feel like y'all know us better than we know ourselves or like y'all really think y'all know us right right so, yeah i'm open to open to some suggestions i do have a question though for you 
I was talking to a friend who's like the same age as you. And we were talking about how unfair the dating scene is right now and how much it's used for, you know, in favor of men. Do you, and they said they think partially some of it is because men peak later in life. Like women and men peak at different times in terms of dating. So like women, their best dating years are their younger years, but as they get older, the pool of men gets smaller. Whereas when men get older, the pool of women they can date gets larger. And so they peak at different times. I agree with that. Do you? Yeah. So I think that when women are younger, y'all are more free. Like y'all more like open to whatever. So for most men my age, 40, let's just say 40, they're either coming out of a marriage or decided they're not getting married, stuff like that. And they have from 25 and up open to them. I mean, younger women like older men. I mean, I don't know if it's because we're a little bit more established. We might have like money to do certain things. We're a little bit more direct. We we don't play a whole lot of games. We're not hitting them with the, what you're doing. Like, I think an older guy has the ability to sit at the bar with a woman that may be in her 20s, early 30s, and just chill. Like, right? Whereas a younger guy is more like two DMs in, like, I want to taste your pussy. Or, <laughs> you know, like, I've, I've, like, I've, like, this guy, like, this girl told me this guy just like three DMs just was like, I want to hit you from the back. And she was like, is that how you talk to people? Like, yeah, it so is how I, they talk to us now. Yes. Right. So I think a younger, more unseasoned dating guy who was like just straight, raw, ignorant, it is not going to be able to control himself. So like if I'm out with a 27, 28 year old woman who, you know, body still banging, she ain't really had no kids yet. Like I'm cool. We at wherever at, we had a nice place sitting at the bar talking. We slide off to a little hookah spot. I'm cool enough to be like, all right, well, it was nice hanging out with you. Let me know when you get home. Whereas a young nigga, like, you're going to be some pussy tonight. Like, not in so many words. He's going <laughs> to be like, he's going to press the issue. And the, and and I, I learned at an earlier age that when you don't press for it, it comes to you easier because the woman feel a little bit more, um, like, inclined to give it to you. Instead of you feeling like you almost like taking it, like you, oh, come on, come on, come on. Or you keep saying stuff like, come back to my house. You want to come in? Like, just let it happen. And then when she come in and you got, you know, a nice setup, she's going to get comfortable and she's going to give it to you. But I think what happens now when y'all get older, we got so many options. And the older y'all get, sometimes the more y'all like, oh, marriage kids so it's like when we see somebody no kids or we talking and you be like i want to get married or i want to have a kid like we cringe like if we not there we like oh shit like oh shit like she want to have a kid like we i mean we i've had conversations with friends where they be like yo she told me she want a baby like she running out of time and we like oh shit like <laughs> what you want to do like you want to stop fucking her like Man, I fucked her with a condom one other day, and I ain't fucked her with a condom in a year. Like, she trying to get pregnant. Like, you know, that shit's scary. So when somebody like, nah, nigga, I'm out here living, I'm young, I'm partying, 
I don't want to get married. Like, I'm having fun. Go see my old nigga. <laughs> we be the old nigga. <laughs> yeah, old nigga. To- it was it was interesting because I had never thought of it like that. Like, you know, he's like, and I went, but it all, your I competition, guess. Your competition is heavier. That's how I say. I think it all comes down to two that younger men view younger women a little bit more desirable in some cases. But also, you just said you'll date a younger woman or fuck a young woman. I'm not going too much younger than me. But that's the whole point. Women are not going younger. There's yeah, some women. Like, yeah, like there's you, some of y'all. It's a small percentage of y'all that be like, I fuck this young guy, and I'm fucking this young boy. He is fun. How more old, of how us. Young, how young would you go? Who me? I ain't going past like 25. See. And and I feel bad even going down to 25, but I'm I'm being fucking honest. Like if I met a 25-year-old recent college grad, got her shit together, she moving my nice building or something like that. I fuck her little young ass. But the difference is as uh as a man, when I, I'm I'm the type I'm gonna tell her and she gonna know. You know what I mean? Like when I was like single out here just like moving around, flopping around. Like, it was easier with younger women. They were fun. Like, they were, like, really open to do shit. Like, older women, like, women closer to my age, boring as fuck. Like, oh, you know, it's cool, like, if that's what you want. So, like, when you get to a point where you're ready to settle down, you're like, yes, she's, like, in the bed by 10. She ain't trying to be out (laughs) in the streets. She goes, she have three glasses of wine. She talking about she getting sleepy. Like, that's bae. She happy. We good. Now, when you out here and the hookah lounge don't close till four down the Zeba and little after hour hookah spots open all night and you got your little 20 something year old and she like, oh, I'm about to leave from such and such lounge. And you like meet me down on on uh, Light Street and y'all in that smoking hookah till four. And then she still want to come back. And then she get up at seven and, and tip out in her heels and whatever clothes she had on the night before. That shit's fun as fuck. Like, you know it's going to be a great night. Like, you will go to 25. Like, the youngest, I would... All right, I'm 37. I'm young in spirit, though. So it's like, I'm not going to go out with a 25-year-old and she like, I'm out with this 42-year-old nigga. Like, I'm not walking in the club or a bar with her looking like a cornball-ass old nigga. Like, I get, I get what you're so, saying. So, like, she could be thick, young, whatever, like, she like, oh, okay, like, this nigga giving me, like, real slick vibes, like, I'm a slick old head to her. She gonna be like, oh, he not gonna embarrass me, like, out. You know what I mean? Versus, like, you know, so, and then, for her, I ain't gonna be out with her, like, at some spots where I'm gonna run in the yard. I'm gonna be at the the young spots. I'm out all night. Like, nigga, like, that's the thing, like, I don't, I'm 37. I don't think I would go past 34. That's that's fine. You know that's what I'm fine. saying? Like that's that's a difference. But I get that. So so y'all y'all pool is bigger. Now I'm saying like maybe I should go a little wider because my pool and we go my, up. We my go mind up is like 34. 34. Your mind is like 34 to 45. Okay, so when I was 34, but your pool was probably like 25 to 55. When I was 34. My pool was, I think 25 was always around like my little cutoff. Like when I was 34, I would I would go down to 25 and up to 50. Mm-hmm. I had a 50 year old. And it was just like, 
you know. So men are working in a 20-year dating window. We can where... go all the way up. It depends. Like, you might meet a woman. It's some women that's 50 that's bad. Like, Black women really take care of themselves. Like, these older women, there's some older women that's really, like, late 40s. And you're like, damn, like, she look good. You know what I mean? And when you're thinking about, just from a sexual standpoint, it's even more attractive because it's like, I just want to see what it's like fucking this old lady. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is it going to be that much difference? Oh, yeah, I'm hitting my 50-year-old tonight. Like, oh, yeah, the 25-year-old tomorrow. So it's like, it's more of just a wild, like, having fun. You know, you got different ranges. But the young girls, I mean, they just be, they just be like, if you're looking for some fun shit, they don't be, like, tripping. They be like... like it's, I just think it's, like, the maturity level is just so different. Because for me, I'm just it's like... It's not, though. It's really not, like... So people think that if a girl is young, she act like a young no, kid. I'm talking about between men and women. So I, oh, in yeah, my yeah, mind, that, I could that, not even imagine looking at a 25-year-old boy, right? Like, Yeah, I can see. Yeah, that's completely different. So if you think about when you were 25 and you were out your mom's house and you graduated college, like, you weren't a kid. You see what I'm saying? Like, you didn't act like a kid. And if we're talking about just a fucking relationship, we're having fun. Like, just imagine how that conversation is, like, they like, what do you have to talk about how that's in common? Life. Like, we just talking about regular shit. Like, how was your day to day? Oh, you had a good day at work. Like, what's going on? Oh, nothing. Like, I, you know, I was at work. I do this. I do that. Like, there's some 25-year-olds that's doing shit. Like, it's not like, oh, you meet a 25-year-old girl and she's, like, still trying to find her way or whatever. Yeah. But most 25-year-old guys are like, yeah, you know, me and my boy's about to get in section this weekend. <laughs> like, you know? I- What's up with you, Ma? Oh, yeah. This my little Ma car, Ma. You sitting there like, boy, stop calling I me probably would, I would probably feel so old talking to a 25-year-old boy. Like, what? Like, they don't even know how to, like, hold it to keep from nothing to make sure you come first. He just starts busting everywhere and be right back up. Like, like you're on your You're third right one up. and I haven't even got one yet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I just literally could not imagine trying to find a, even a slight commonality with a 25-year-old just enough to fuck. So, yeah, I don't know. But I never even thought about that when I was having that conversation. And when they, he said it, I was like, damn, you. What's going on, boy? They, they, they keep calling me. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm like, they, my iPad going, the iPhone, the MacBook. Is that okay. your young boy? <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's look, this is my house. But um, yeah, I don't know. I can't see. I do always go this way. I'm always going mm-hmm. up, and it's funny because I don't forget my ex boyfriend said this, and he was like. Yeah, you should definitely date older. And I was like, why you say that? He was like, because young girls always got new tricks. And so he was like, you're like, at some point, you're not going to be young no more. Mm-hmm. But you're going to be young to somebody who like 50. <laughs> but the, funny so thing like, is, the funny thing is young girls don't have new tricks. Like young girls are probably more coachable. Like that's probably the thing. Like they're more coachable. They are going to like, you can mold them into what you want. So I feel like a young girl is energetic and enthusiastic enough that she can learn to do what you want her to do and you can mold her into it. 
where it's like an older chick comes, sat in her ways. I'm not doing that. Oh, we not doing. Oh, boy, I don't do. I'm not doing all of that. Like, you know, they're looking at you a little different. But I think. Huh? I said, I'm going to do all that. <laughs> right? But I'm saying it's sometimes you get that energy from an older woman. Like, no, I'm not coming out my house at 12 at the 12. Like you get that energy. So like with a younger girl, you get more like, all right, I'm up all night. Yeah, you can flow through. It's one in the morning. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm open. Oh, I'm on my way. You know, like an older chick, you get a couple where they still like I run out the house like two in the morning. But they y'all be having kids and shit. So it's like chicks be like, I know you don't. But the average chick that you meet 35 and up, they have she got a child in that fucking house around 10 or eight <laughs> years old. And the little nigga don't know how to fix his own food or she got shit to do with her kid. So you dealing with a different level of if we just fucking I might see her once a week. You know what I mean? Or like, oh, my kid gone for the summer. Let's live it up. Like then he back as soon as we get into a good groove. So it's a lot of little stuff that's nuances in there. Like if you don't want to be with her, you're just going to go young. If you just want sex, you just go young. If you're looking for somebody to be with, you don't mind the kid. You don't mind the like break up and schedule her going to bed at 10. Like you just deal with that because you're like, this going to be my potential wife or woman. So you view it differently. But if you really just want some, like I'm trying to hit her. Once you get into her kids and her work schedule and how her shit look, you be thinking in your head, like, how am I fuck? Like, when you, that's when I want to know, like, what's your arrangement with your kid's father? Because if you get every other weekend free, like I do, all right, these are the weekends I can fuck. Now, during the week, I'm going to fuck my young girl. And then on the weekends with her kid, kid's father, get her, that's when I'm going to fuck her. So when y'all, y'all be saying stupid <laughs> shit. Like, like, I know somebody said that shit, like, when we talked about, like, oh, yeah, you hitting three girls and this and that, they're like, when niggas get the time to be fucking all these bitches and you fucking this girl, whatever. You have a layered schedule of bitches that you can pepper based off their schedules. Yeah, because at the end of the day, I tell this all the time. Y'all women be like, I want to meet somebody. Y'all not even fucking available. Like, yo, you got your fucking child Monday through Thursday and you got to do everything under the fucking sun. And then their father get them Friday and Sunday, as soon as we roll over from brunch and I'm and you know, we finish with our mimosas, this nigga calling like, can I bring them home? Like, God, damn, <laughs> it's only every other weekend. It's four days out the month. You're sorry ass. Get your fucking child. And now, like, I got to wait even for your kids to go to sleep or you got to see like if you, it's so many different things in there. So we're, we're, we're literally fucking just a couple of times a month. Like, I really got to like you to want to be in that situation. So you think that the once or twice every two weeks that we're fucking is enough for me? You're fucking stupid. So, yeah, Damn. I got No, I'm just saying, like, you can't be that naive unless he really wants to be with you. Now, if he want to be with you, that's different. But if y'all we talking, we talking just fucking. Yeah. Right. Just fucking like you can't think that you only fuck me on Thursdays at five when he's at basketball practice. That's enough. And then I run back out and then I see you that the weekend when he don't have the kids and I might have something going on. Now it's been pushed out to three weeks and you like, I want you. I want you. Well, I'm getting my dick drained right now by fucking <laughs> by by sister Susie, you know, <laughs> who ride bikes with me like I'll be there. 
you know, later or something. But it just, it is what it is. It's just like you can't think that if you're just fucking, a nigga so, gonna be satisfied with some with your bullshit ass Is what you're saying is that women should not live in this level of delusion a little bit. Yeah, we. I mean, we just talked about it. Like it's this whole thing. Like you know, like, I'm like that is the theme I'm hearing. Is that yeah? If we fucking like, there's no rules, and if you're not fucking me enough, even sometimes if we fucking like, I only want to fuck you once a week anyway. You know, so it's perfect when you got your little bullshit ass schedule because I really don't want to fuck you that often. Because if I start fucking you more than once a once a week, then I'll you know our expiration date gonna come sooner. Because I don't if I already don't like you like that that I want to be with you. At the two or three months, like this shit gonna get stale. So it's like if I fuck you once a week, I miss you a little bit, and then it's like, oh, it was good. If I fuck you two three times in a week, be like that shit bullshit. <laughs> like. I didn't realize how bullshit she was until I kept seeing her for three weeks. <laughs> <Like, laughs> the third time a week this week I seen her and she kind of funny looking like that's like, crazy. I was saying that to somebody else. And this <laughs> with fucking and with getting to know people, like I think you know fairly quickly with this. You do, you do. People lie. But why what? People lie and say they oh, don't. Oh, I know. thought you said, but why? No, people no. do lie. I think. And I do think it's some level, and I hate to say it, ladies, but there is a level of desperation that you, like you said earlier, I got one. So I'm going to latch and try to make it work versus just acknowledging like this ain't it on to the next. Yeah. And so as men, this is, this is, I'm going to give y'all some free game, right? This million dollars worth of game for fucking free. Uh oh. (laughs) So real shit. So as a man, right? And I might have said this before. If I meet you and I think that there's potential that I'm looking at you and I'm like, damn, you know, like I'm looking at you like, oh, yeah, Boonie. Okay. She pretty. She's smart. She got this going on for I didn't already check the social media, whatever. If I like you, I'm open to what the fuck ever. So you want kids? You want to get married again? I don't know. Like, I think I will get married again. I don't know. If I think to myself, you're just going to be a fuck, nah, I'm chilling. <laughs> nah, I, I, I don't really know if I ever want to get married again. Like, that shit create, like, marriage? Nah, I don't even know if I want to be in a relationship. Like, you closing down doors to let them know up front because you clearly don't see that with them. You, mm-hmm. It's nothing in your mind that's thinking, like, she could be my girl or I have a potential of really liking this one. So you're closing doors off to her early and be like, no, nah, I'm just chilling. I'm just looking for a friend. He's letting you know right there. He clearly looked at you and said that she is not going to possibly be the one. Now, yeah. the one who could be that, not necessarily just because he leave it open. He's still thinking like, I could see her on my arm. So, yeah, I'm not going to close this completely off. I'm open to whatever. I like to see how things go. He keeping shit open. But when this door's closing, you should realize you're not the one. Then that's it. You're just getting fucked. So don't start fucking and thinking you're going to change his mind unless you just really just start coming with a whole lot of extra shit. And he'd be like, I really overlooked this one. And this happened where we definitely overlook somebody and be like, she cool as fuck. Damn, she really giving me some different looks. Oh, that first time I met her, she had them raggedy ass braids in her hair. Like, it could be something like, oh, that's your real hair? Like, oh, shit. Like, oh, my God, I feel attacked. I had that happen to me once. 
but you really be like, start thinking <laughs> shit like, you know what we was talking about? I think it was some episode we was talking about and you like try to like change the the, the dynamic and be like, well, you know, I kind of like you. Like, I, I like you being around. Like, now that's when they go like, yeah, like, you know what? I, I don't know. I might get, I might, I thought about it. Like, I would probably get married again. Like, now he's thinking different, but you got to really, you got to really like, come back with some shit where he'd be like, damn, I didn't know you was like, I didn't know she was fat like that. It's so crazy. I literally <laughs> had that happen to me with the hair thing because like, for the most part, I usually, I mean, recently it's been braids, but normally I have my fro and I just let it rock. And so it was the first time I personally don't like my hair straight, but a bitch got inches. <laughs> and um, <laughs> when I you blew fit. it out, he said it. He was like, that's all you yeah. Yo, listen, y'all don't understand. Men men love natural hair. Like, we love the fact that you don't got all that weave and shit. And yet, like, that shit is annoying as fuck. Like, yeah, I just, I was just telling someone, like, I was considering, I've never had a weave ever. And so mm-hmm. I've been thinking about getting one just to do one. And this nigga was disgusted. Like, he was like, how long you gonna have it in? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I ain't never had one. Like, how long it's you keep like it? pulling in your hair, rubbing his fingers through your hair. Yeah, he like was it's like, something. That was it. He's like, I like, like, he's like, what I cannot play. Like, he's like, I don't like, I don't like how that feel. I don't like how it looks. And it's just so funny how men are I mean, so some of y'all, it's some of y'all who y'all have to wear weave every day of the year. And I understand. And I'm sorry if you feel offended, but you know, to my sisters who, you know, wear their regular hair. And it's not just straight hair. Sometimes it's the bush. It's the little twisties or whatever. It's just the fact that it's your hair. We can pull on it. You can get your hair wet. You can get in the shower. You can do, like, shit that just don't make you basic as fuck. And you got to walk around with a fucking scarf and bonnet on it. Oh, you going to fuck up my weave? You know, that shit. Like, you sound like my fucking 16-year-old daughter, like... Ooh, can I get some bundles? Like, no, like, grow <laughs> the fuck up. Like, Yo, so if you, if your shit is fucked up and you gotta wear a weave every day of the year, I don't care if it's a $500 weave or whatever, we don't like that shit. We don't fucking like it. I, I'm so stunned because you always hear that men are so visual and so you think men like the... No, that Eurocentric bullshit. Like, we like our <laughs> black... taught you that word. Uh, you know, I got, I got some friends. <laughs> But no, really, like, we like our black women to be black. And we, like, what y'all consider, this is the thing I hate about women. Y'all be like, I look a mess. Bitch, you look good right now. That whole fucking round the house, flyaways, hair kind of fucked up just a little bit. You got your sweatpants on or your leggings. Like, that's the shit that we love. Like, all that, yo, I hate the makeup shit on the birthday. Like, who the fuck are you? I don't even know who you are. Like, I haven't even seen, I've never seen this person, and it's your birthday, and I walk into your party, and I don't even recognize you got a fucking, you body magic on, you got this fucking dress on with all your sides out and your thighs out. Like, who are you? Like, yo, it is so crazy, because I was just saying this, I was out Saturday, and I didn't realize why so many niggas was, it didn't even cross my mind. I ran out real quick to do some errands, go to Home Goods, Target, all that shit. It, I end up in Sephora and all that stuff. But it didn't cross my mind why it was so many men out shopping because it was Valentine's. Like, it didn't even dawn on me. 
but the niggas was out. And thus, <laughs> this one guy like pulled up and I'm looking at myself like, I got this big ass messy bun on my head, all over my head. I got on a hoodie, some workout leggings and some Nike sneak, black Nike sneakers, nothing. I did have on my new sunglasses. I got myself some YSL sunglasses. That was the only thing that was like drip for me that day. And I was like, I exchanged my number two almost three times. And I'm like, but I look like shit. And what you call it was like, but that's what guys like. Cause y'all be, y'all don't know what we like. So this is the theory. This is the theory I have behind it. And it's, it's not just a theory. It's real because I'm a guy. <laughs> When I said it before, and I'll say it again, sometimes you can overdo it and make yourself unapproachable. The woman at the bar sitting there with her Chanel bag, Louis bag, big weave, freshly out the hairdresser, like glasses on or sitting there like seems very unapproachable, seems very high maintenance. It gives off high maintenance, bitchy not approachable like she just seemed like she into her things and stuff like that right versus the girl who's chilling like walking through the mall with her little athleisure on and look like she just ran in there real quick like oh my god i look a mess i'm running i hope nobody don't see me she gives off approachable attainable in my budget not like cool as fuck you know what i mean like because that girl at the bar you looking at her like man this bitch look she looked like she just fucking materialistic as fuck. And like, you looking to see what you got on. Like, hey, let me see if I could get her attention. And, you know, you might offer a drink or something. And she might be mad cool when you talk to her. But you know how girls, it's always the girl who looks stuck up that posts like, yeah. everybody thought I was stuck up. And now, and then my, they was like, oh, you cool. Yeah, you're that girl. That's who you are. We, <laughs> we think the same fucking thing. Like, you always look like that. Your face looks unapproachable. So to a woman who thinks she looks a mess, we see that as approachable, cool in the grocery store. That's when niggas be like, yo, it was bitches in the grocery store today. Yeah. And that's what y'all running looking like. Y'all don't come in the grocery store with fucking five inch heels on, walking around looking sexy. And niggas be in the aisle, like straight trying to get at you. Like, and she in the grocery store, she cooking tonight? Like, let me get at her. <laughs> like, you want to go find somebody? Just walk around with a fucking cart with three things in it. And wait for a man to be in there and like maybe you might find some single man trying to put together a meal and y'all can have a connection. But that whole sitting out at the club or bar or in the lounge looking unapproachable as fuck, all dressed up. We don't like that shit. We be like, damn, like we like when y'all dress up, but at that point you with us. But when you like all fuck like glammed up and you single as fuck, you know, just looking around like you don't even look approachable, like. Interesting. It, it's like you think you're looking so cute that guys want you, but oh, he intimidated. No, you just don't even look approachable. We want the one that's approachable, that's cool as fuck, down to earth, and can still throw that shit on later when we like, oh, okay, it's date time. Throw that shit on when you got a date. Be a little bit more fucking like approachable at the bar when you when you don't have anybody. I think that's like one of the most solid things you've ever told our listeners. I mean, I, I, look, I got all the answers. I just don't. I have <laughs> that's why we have more episodes in us, because I know there's still a lot of teaching that's left to be done. And, you know, therapy is vast and wide. Yes. Um, I do want to <laughs> say 
before we wrap up. So this last week. Are you wrapping up now? Oh, you. Yeah. Oh, you're wrapping it up now. The cue, we're wrapping it up. Oh. I'm talking about the episode. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Condoms, nigga. Um. Last week, I dropped, re-released the very first episode of this podcast. And you were the guest. And I'm just curious, did you go back and listen? I wanted to. And every time that I tried to, I got so busy. But I know what that episode <laughs> Until so it's like funny because I really wanted to go back and see my growth and I just knew when we first started I wanted to give you like that raw shit and I think people loved it I did and I and I and I was like purposely like I was intentional about it I think now we just talk a little bit more freely but that first one I was like yeah this is our first podcast like we was on Twitter (laughs) when we was on Twitter that shit was wild like it was no filter. People understand it's one of those things you had to be there because people don't yeah. really understand when I when I talk about it, I don't think they can conceptualize it. And it's funny because Twitter chats that happen now aren't the same as how it was, but it was a captivated audience for our reading every tweet, text, and yeah. shit is going. It was subtweets, it was all types of shit. Like people don't even like that's another thing. Like Older women don't even understand social media and shit. Like they be sub. What's the sub? Like young people be running, young girls be running circles around like older women. Older women don't be checking their phone and shit. Like, <laughs> like if you like some of y'all that's single and you like 37, 36, maybe you're 40, look in the mirror right now, ask yourself, like, am I old as fuck? <laughs> am I doing old as fuck shit? Like, they, maybe I'm just too boring. Like, it's fine to be boring because he might like boring, but sometimes you got to say to yourself like all right i'm not gonna go to bed by nine tonight and let him come over or i'm going you know surprise him and be like let me come get some of that dick real quick before you go to sleep like do something like that so you get out of your oldest fuck ways because that same shit we be thinking in our head like i married this old bitch like i ain't getting no pussy (laughs) all he talks about is how fucking tired she is after she put her badass kids to bed, <laughs> I ain't never gonna get no pussy. <laughs> like, we be scared as shit. Like I like her, but God damn, like she got to fight with them fucking kids every day. Like, what am I going to do? Like, they don't listen to her. They don't know me. <laughs> That's hilarious, yo. <laughs> well, yeah, I did listen to it. It was. It was so great to just see overall growth all around. Like you need the actual sound quality, the, <laughs> the framework <laughs> of the show. Like it's so like I think what I love about that first episode one is like how raw you were in being the first guest. And two, like it, it I don't think people really believe me. Like it was no plan. Like I literally it never is. Yeah, I didn't even have notes. Like with you, when I record mostly now, I don't really have notes. Other people, guests that I like scout out, I do have notes down. But like, I literally just plugged that microphone in and was like, I'm drunk from brunch. Let's talk. Like, that's literally what it was. And so to watch how it's kind of evolved and grown. And I went back and looked because I was trying to see the stats. That very first episode in the first 30 days only had like 275 listens. 
Right. What is the what is the new one average? And so like the average now for a new episode in 30 days, it's like a couple thousand. Oh, wow. And so, <laughs> yeah, like to look at that, like I was like, damn, how am I get people to listen to this shit? I'm thinking I was all pressed. We got a hundred listens like, yay. And so now, like, I think I needed that little reminder and refresher to be like, oh, shit, you are growing, even though. Yeah, you know, yeah, I definitely think it's growing. And I mean, when you first start something, you know, people catch on to it. But um, I told you, like, a listener stopped me the other day and was like, oh, my God, like, you're my favorite guest on the show. And <laughs> I think that's why people think that we slept together or we sleep together because we have good chemistry. And so when people are asking for us to give them more, they're like, you have such good chemistry. I love when she do a show with you. Like, it's so good. It's so good. And then they'd be like, you don't fuck before. <laughs> it's literally the number one and most asked question here at the Booney Breakdown. The um, number and- one question asked by friends and family members of Booney. <laughs> Did y'all fuck you? And it's so funny, y'all, because whenever I do get to the point with a nigga that I have to like introduce him to the podcast and he'll come to a show or some shit, I always have to make the caveat like, I ain't fuck him. <laughs> like, it's a disclaimer to go on. And I had a couple of chicks side eye being like, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Y'all probably fucked before. But you know, it is it one is in particular now. I still don't believe to this day she believe she does not believe that to be true. <laughs> but we won't uh, say that here. <laughs> I'm thinking about who you're talking about, and I think I know a little crazy. Mm. Yeah, it's always a crazy one around, but that's what makes life great. I don't believe she believes that statement to be true, but it is what it is. So yeah, but no, it was um it is good for the growth, and I think like um, the show has evolved and is at a great place. Um, you've done an amazing job. So thank you. I did the, I did the same thing when I started my beer company. That's what I was going to add. So my first blog, I went too hard and my friends were like, um, no, yo, I think you need to take that part out because I was like, it was something about blog, something about like to be a man with a beard. And I was like, to be a man with a beard is to be a man who is not like signed up to be in a white man's military looking oh. like looking <laughs> like a this. looking like a bald faced pussy or something like that. And they was like, whoa, 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 that's just <laughs> too raw. And I was like, well, I need motherfuckers to read this shit and, and follow my page. So a couple of times I did make some memes that was like, what's in your beard today? And like, you know, hashtag women you know, op- your man hid in between your legs. It was like some innuendos that were like very sexual and racy. And it was like, <laughs> can you, can you like a woman give a man beard butter? Like it was stuff like that. And I was like pushing it because I was like, nothing sells when you just come right out and be like, yeah, we're going to talk about, products, yay. <laughs> we're gonna talk about health and wellness on the podcast today. And, you know, being healthy in the black community, nobody wants to hear that shit. Then you're like, oh, I got a new product. It's for your beard. Yeah, sign up here. So I was like, I get what you mean. Like, it was raw. And sometimes it just take that. And then you can settle into like, all right, that's not what we're going to do every time. <laughs> it is so crazy because even though I knew what story was in that episode, when it came up, I still bursted out laughing listening to it because it was like, this was so outrageous. <laughs> People, so, people, I, people still don't believe when I tell that story. It was a role play. 
it wasn't <laughs> like you know it was a straight role play i was like oh let's role play like i want to do a scene like let's go with it and like I, I i remember literally like to this day i can still picture her crying and i'm like she's really getting into this shit and it's like no can you stop like oh shit like i went too far <laughs> No, if you have no idea what we're talking about, you have to go back. Last yes. week it was a replay. It's called Replay Episode One, The Mooney Breakdown. Um, go back and listen to it. And just based off of what he just said, you will know at the exact moment, like, oh my God, that's what they were talking about. <laughs> right. And I, I just think I got a different imagination than most guys. Like my mindset is different. That's why. Like, guys be, like, worried about if that woman been with somebody. And some guys be bragging, like, oh, my girl been with two people her whole life. Who cares? Somebody She's else not lying it. to you, too. <laughs> like, and, and, and even if she did, like, who cares? Like, somebody else hit it. it I could, Like, it's, somebody else was in it, dog. Like, it don't fucking matter. The whole point is, it does not matter. I just feel like I'm built so different that I don't care what that last nigga did. Every now and again, even if it pop in my head that another nigga fucked you, I'm going to start giving you the business at that moment, like, I don't even know. Like, well, why was you choking me like that? And back in my mind, like, oh, that's when I started thinking about how you gave my pussy away six years ago before you <laughs> met. Because <laughs> I was just different. Oh, like, my podcast now. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I can't believe you was giving my pussy away six years ago and you ain't know me. Six years ago. <laughs> Get the fuck away. <laughs> like, All right, even so- yours. It's always been mine. Yeah. That's why you don't tell these fools this pussy is. Yeah, don't tell us because we start acting crazy and that's when we be outside your door. I'll be like, this pussy feel good, don't it, daddy? All right. <laughs> Go that's ahead. That's why they get DM now. <laughs> that's why they get DM now. <laughs> All right, well, it's been fun. Um, yes, until- always. And don't forget, send us your ideas for the spinoff, the name for our spinoff, so... Thanks, Brian. All right. Have a good one. All right. That is it for the season 11 premiere with our problematic fave, Brian. I want to thank him so much for being the amazing guest that he always is. I want to thank you guys for putting up with our foolishness whenever he is on here. I also want to encourage you to please support our sponsors. Dame Products, you can use the code BOONY10, that's BOONY, all caps, 10, to save 10% off your purchase over at dameproducts.com, all right? I do want to put one last appeal out there. If you have any interesting topic or people that you think are interesting guests, sometimes you guys really come through the clutch. You guys have a network, and if you think they're interesting enough, dynamic enough, not boring as fuck to be a guest on The Booney Breakdown, please shoot me a DM or an email to thebooneybreakdown at gmail.com. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, also on Samsung Podcasts now, or any app that you listen to your favorites on. Do not forget to leave us a review too. You might just hear your review on a future episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love those you fucking hate i don't make these pretty images for nothing okay have a dope ass week stay healthy safe and sane thank you for listening and remember the ratchet in me always honors the motherfucking ratcheting you homaste until next time